Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a shadow market that appears in the gray zone of the real estate market. When a condo developer launches a new building, you often get speculators who make purchase commitments on newly released units. They believe that these first units released into the market are at the lowest price point and that all future sales for those units will be at higher prices. It is true that many condo developers do indeed have a price escalation built into their pricing model. Buying at the very start of the project on the first day of sales guarantees you the lowest price. In a world where prices only increase and never decrease, this is an amazing strategy. Condo developments are usually completed in phases. As the lower floors in a building are completed, they're released for occupancy by the building inspector and a certificate of occupancy is generated for each floor. Residents start to move in but can't actually complete the purchase of the condo until the very last condo unit in the entire project is released for occupancy and the entire condominium building is finally registered. That interim period is governed by an interim occupancy agreement, whereby the future unit owners pay rent to the developer, roughly equivalent to what their loan payment plus the condo fees would be in total. It's a tried-and-two process for professionals to buy these pre-construction condos on the basis of the plan, wait a few years until the building completes, and in the meantime, there was plenty of market appreciation and price escalation. That condo that had a purchase price of, say, 400000 with a $40,000 down payment is now selling for, say, half a million dollars in the open market. Over that three-year period, between pre-sales and completion, prices increased 25%, and the buyer has a paper profit of $100,000 on a $40,000 cash investment. On an annualized basis, the rate of return on those funds, if the buyer were to sell, would be 36% on an annual basis and they would make two and a half times their money in three years. Pretty good, all things considered. But if the buyer actually wants to sell, they prefer not to incur the hassle of qualifying for a loan, borrowing the funds, closing the purchase, and then eventually relisting the property on the market. The transaction costs associated with the purchase and the sale would eat heavily into the profit. The mechanics of selling these pre-construction condos prior to closing is usually through an assignment of contract. A new buyer steps in and purchases the existing contract from the original buyer. There's a price to purchase the condo itself, which is the contract price, plus a separate fee payable to the original contract owner for assigning the contract. There was a time when it was common practice for the purchaser to list these pre-construction units for sale on the MLS system with a realtor. The problem with that approach is that the realtor listing the property for sale is doing so illegally. Only the person who actually owns the property is allowed to list the property, and the person who requested the sale listing is not the legal owner. Today, there are some private websites that specialize in selling these off-market contract assignments. It is illegal to list a property for sale that you don't own. In fact, many condo developers require buyers to sign a covenant that they will not assign the contract. Now, that doesn't make it illegal, but at least they're contravening a contract. So fast forward to 2022. There are a number of properties that are newly under construction, where the buyers purchased these buildings in 2018, 2019, and 2020. The market conditions have clearly changed, and interest rates are much higher than any time in the past decade. These speculative buyers had no intention of ever having to close on the purchase of these new units. This is uncharted territory for buyers who never expected to qualify for a mortgage on these properties. The minute 
that the interest rate landscape changed, you literally had an entire fringe of the marketplace, these speculators, who instantly had to face the truth of potentially having bought at the height of the market, and, for the first time in three years, think of interest rates and affordability and carrying a mortgage on a property they never fully intended to purchase. In the city of Toronto, one of the most active condo markets in North America, new condo sales have dropped 79% in the third quarter. If the number of buyers for new condos has fallen 79% in the third quarter, well, it also stands to reason that the number of buyers for contract assignments has fallen by maybe a similar percentage or maybe higher, I don't know. The condo developers hate contract assignments. If there's a few remaining unsold units when the building completes, then you suddenly have the buyers competing with the developer to sell condos at a time when the developer is hoping to exit the project. Some of these buyers hope to sell their contracts before being forced into a high interest rate loan. The worst case scenario for many is the notion they might be required to bring additional equity in order to qualify for the financing. Since they never intended on closing to begin with, well, they never set aside the funds necessary to close on the purchase of the property. So if you want to gain some insight into the condo market, no analysis would be complete without an examination of the shadow inventory contained in contract assignments. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.